going universe welcome to the very first ever episode of Zoobox gaming this is a natural gamers reunion if people don't know ryan and yeah, i used to, we used to run a uh, a very successful youtube channel <laughs> you know semi-successful in the in in the certain perspective yeah relative relative yeah. to numbers wise like relative to the small fry numbers we did okay sometimes yeah. we had a couple a uh, couple that hit <laughs> A couple twenty thousand. Yeah. So we actually, you know what, the one we have the the most views on, I think, uh, Ryan and I did a let's play of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the PC version that had the multiplayer right. mod. Yep. And uh, Ryan was literally running around. <laughs> we were assaulting people. I'll just. Yep. Say. And GTA we were talking. RP. And we were talking about PS4 because it was way before PS4 had come out, but they had just given the first press conference or something about it. It was probably, honestly, from my remembrance, it's just aimless gameplay of us just kind of driving and yeah, and uh, ch- assaulting chasing people. people. Yeah, and we were we were Stu, Stu the rapist. Yeah, <laughs> Stu yeah. Plinkett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically, because we used to do that occasionally and just do kind of like basically a podcast, because we would just talk about whatever gaming news there was or whatever. And that, and I put I put PS4 in the title, so I put San Andreas PS4. Oh, so it just got tons of fucking. That's oh, so that's how it was done. Okay, it's like it's like when we do it on a Zoobox goes or not just regular Zoobox. The titles have really mattered. So if I do a title like The Secret Sons of Alex Jones, we get tons of fucking views, or relatively tons of views by all the right people. Yeah, just Lane Maxwell should debate Candace Owens. We do pretty well. We do okay. <laughs> but anyway, so today we're here to talk about the recently released Naughty Dog second chapter in The Last of Us series, The Last of Us Part 2, or Part Do, if you're from another country. Um, I don't know. What, did, did you get into the spoilers? I stayed away from most of them. I had a few things I just, that I couldn't avoid, but... You, you want to know, oh, I guess spoiler alert? Oh, this no. is a spo- this is a spoiler cast, everybody. This is full on spoilers. <clears throat> so the thing that I spoiled for myself at first, I was pretty lo- reluctant to it, but I just heard all the outrage, so I was like, okay, I have to like it. Can't be as bad as everybody's saying it is. All I saw was the Joel death scene, like the the small shitty clip of it. Yeah. Uh, and then later on, I think after the game released, and I haven't played, like I didn't get a chance to play it for a week because I was working was the Abby sex scene, so I had to look for myself because I had to see it. Yeah, I think I didn't actually see the sex scene. I saw, like, the memed version of it where it had, like, Neil Druckmann's face. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. That's, that. the, that's the one I saw, yeah. But that didn't piss me off. Like, every, like I kind of pissed everybody off, everybody else off because I just wanted to see how they did it. Well, because the reason why it weirded people out or whatever you want to call it, it's just one of these fucking things. These fucking nerds, dude. These nerds, they get on there. They're all become like little Puritans. And uh, what? Because everybody assumed Abby was a trans character. 
Not the case. She's jacked, yeah, she, though. She's, she's just yoked. She's just buffed. She's just yoked. Whatever. Let's be honest. Can we talk about that for a second? Okay, but, well, yeah. We sure we can. But everybody misinterpreted that sex scene as being like a trans sex scene. So the dude was butt-fucking her. Yeah. But in reality, no, it's just regular yeah, sex. Yeah, Dan thought it was a... That's what Dan well, thought yeah. it was. Yeah, because every, well, everybody did. That's what everybody was saying. Because everybody saw the still image of Abby holding the, the golf club. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's a tranny. When in do, reality, no. Do you do you like how they explain her muscles? Did you kind of catch that? Did they explain it? I might have missed that. No, they don't They don't outwardly explain it. But when you play as Abby the second time, like the first full time, the 10-hour playthrough, the first minute you walk out and there's a giant gym. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I, for, that's, I, I feel like that was kind of their way. Maybe not. I could be That's called world building, everybody. They're like, that's oh, a gym. Building. Abby's buff, a gym. Let's put a gym right there so people can put it together. I felt like it is an extension of her character to be that way because of the way they set her up as this kind of vulnerable person, emotionally vulnerable person, so she kind of makes up for that uh, with this physicality. But we yeah. can get into that stuff once we get to it. So, yeah, I had kind of, I had kind of avoided most of the spoilers myself. Like I said, I knew Joel died. That was yeah. the big one. Um, and I don't mind that he died. Well, I didn't mind that he died. Well, that's yeah. Well, because that's the thing, right? So everybody finds out Joel dies. Everybody's having a meltdown. The fucking the quarter poundering is fucking over there, like whining into his microphone, like the fans. <laughs> the quarter pounder. The fans want. They want to please Joel. That's what the fans. It's like shut the fuck up. If anybody played The Last of Us and thought Joel was going to be the protagonist of The Last of Us 2, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Joel's story is over. They literally had nothing to do with Joel. Joel had nothing to do. His arc is done. Well, it would have been more interesting to see how he dealt with what he'd done. And they and don't think, explore that at all. Mm, they do a little bit, but they do it through Ellie because Ellie is the POV character. So you only kind of get to see it as Ellie experiences it, right? And yeah. I think the other things, it's a lot of context clues as to how Joel actually feels about it. Now, granted, I wish there was more of that. I do wish the game, I, I wish like the kind of the murder of Joel maybe happened somewhere in the second act or something. Because as soon as, it's actually a pretty compelling narrative up until that point. And then the rest of the stuff with Ellie is kind of like, eh. And then once Abby gets in, I actually well, liked Abby way more than I liked Ellie. <laughs> really? You liked yeah. Abby? I would rather... I thought Abby. the stuff with Abby was way more like engaging. Because that's the problem. There should have never have been a Last of Us Part 2. Like, the story was kind of over. And, like, the way... The places they could go just aren't that interesting. Well, yeah. It seems like Abby definitely got, as far as aesthetic and environment-wise, got, like, all the good shit. All the yes. good levels, except for at the end. That last bit at the end, that was actually kind of interesting. Uh, the In California, the biker gang, whatever, that was taking yeah. slaves and stuff. That yeah. was pretty... But they don't... I mean, whatever. I, well, my, fa my favorite part of all that, so you have to do a big stealth mission to go get down, basically to get find Abby, hung up, and you got to save her. Yeah. And, uh, and then you have a screaming fist fight with her. <laughs> right next to the biker gang. But um yeah. I well, mean there was shit popping off. Come on now. What, Someone in the was, water? Yeah, no but nobody was coming looking for them. 
You think they'd be making some noise down there. That's uh, all I'm maybe, saying. Maybe. But anyways, okay, so the game starts uh, with Joel telling... Because you get to play as Joel, then you get to play as Ellie, then you get to play as Abby, and then you go back to Ellie. And uh, what did you think about the beginning of the game, like the big... the re- When he talks to his brother? Because he tells his brother, he tells his brother right off the bat, he's just like, yo, I kind of fucked us all. <laughs> I kind of, I couldn't let them kill her. What do you mean? That's, oh. That's the opening scene of the game. Joel and Is his it? brother are, are sitting in that house. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, I got to tell you something. That was the thing about this game, right? This game takes a long time to get going because it doesn't have kind of the big set piece like the first one does, right? The well, first I... one starts with a wham, bam. Like, you're in the story. You're emotionally yeah. invested in Joel. Like, yeah. he killed his daughter's dead. I don't... What do you mean that scene? When There's... Joel is talking to Tommy. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a second. It's not as fresh in my mind. This well, is in the very first scene of the game. The... Yeah, I believe it's the very first scene of the game. And then you... Then you uh you're riding the horses up in the woods and then you ride back into town and then it shifts into a movie. Yeah. Or maybe it's when he gets home, like you and Tommy are out riding and then you like get he could have killed Abby. No, Joel. He tells his brother that he didn't let them kill Ellie. Oh, 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 okay. It's the size of cure. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I was stuck on Abby. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. And then, yeah. And then Tommy's like, you can't tell anyone this, right? Or you can't (laughs) tell Ellie this. Okay, I got well, you. Well, you can't tell you can't tell anybody that. They'd be yeah. out there trying to kill Joel. Yeah. Yeah, but it supposedly it wasn't a, a guaranteed 100% success rate that that she was going to uh, That's actually... what they tell you to make you feel better, Ryan. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> the thing like and that was that's the interesting part of how the last of us ends. Because as a player, you want him to save Ellie, right? You don't yeah. want Ellie to die as a player. But then yeah. when you have a moment of reflection of what has actually just happened. And I thought the fact that the game actually dealt with that was smart. That it deals with the fallout of Joel's decision at the end of the first game. And then it becomes okay. about the cycles of violence and revenge. You know? right. and then, Which is the main theme of this game. Yes. So. And how it's like an inescapable thing because violence begets violence and there's cause yeah. and effect and... Once you hurt one thing, you've actually hurt ten people, and and it just never ends. Yeah. So, which, yeah, I don't know. I mean, so Ellie uh, is a big old lesbian. That's okay. And, uh, and she was eating these bigot sandwiches. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the writing overall? Did you think it was cringe? Did you think it was fine? There were some moments. I honestly, whatever. If you want to explore progressive ideals and stuff, as long as it's done tastefully, I don't really give a shit. Yeah. But we've talked about this many times. It's about how good the writing is. It doesn't. Nobody would give a shit if it's well done. They just yeah. Uh, it was okay. It's better. Still better than most, right? I thought so. I was really. I really. Uh, until I was done with the game, until I rolled credits. I was like the moment to moment experience I really enjoyed. Really? It, was, it wasn't until like I reflected on it and I was like, that was kind of very shallow and not that much there. And yeah. I didn't feel like uh, it said very much, which I was like, you know, it doesn't need to say a ton, I guess, but 
I just felt like it was a kind of messy. It was a little all over the place, and I wasn't sure what they were getting at sometimes, and the different layers and the character dynamics. It doesn't because they split the game into those kind of like two different parts. Yeah, it feels like both of them get the short sh- shrift, right? Do you feel like it would have been better if it was more linear as far as the storytelling goes? Maybe. Do I mean, li- did you like the flashbacks? What do you mean? Which ones? Did did, did you, I honestly? I just thought it was like fan service with the Joel and Ellie flashbacks. I don't know. I didn't really care. Yeah. I think I'm in the minority on that because people loved it because it had Joel and Ellie in it. And that, and that was like a good moment with some good dialogue. Mm-hmm. But that that's what I kind of feel like was lacking. The the dialogue between the character, like Ellie and what's her name, Dina? Mm-hmm. It wasn't like that great. I don't, I mean, I guess I could feel the relationship a little bit, but, you know, the whole... Or, uh-huh. Dina was never developed enough for you to like really invest in her in a, in any kind of more than superficial way, other than like, oh, it's Ellie's girlfriend. Yeah, and that's yeah. kind of all all you feel. And the, I think Abby has the same problem on the other side. You don't get to spend enough time in, in that world to really invest in anybody other than Abby. And I, you know, I'll be honest, I kind of liked Abby. I felt sympathy for Abby. I could empathize with Abby and like really? the plight and the shit she was going through. And I will imagine your father gets fucking murdered by the psychopath. He comes and murders all your friends and stops the cure to save humanity. Oh, yeah. You might be a little upset. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand her motive, but I don't I didn't really like her as a person. Well, because she's a conflicted person. I mean, she's not a like a perfect person who makes all the right decisions or says all the right things. But she's like a very like traumatized person. And like yeah. I said, I, I think the physicality is an externalization of this insecurity because now she wants to be able to protect herself because she doesn't feel like she has anybody. She's kind of mistreated by this this boyfriend or this guy that's with them. Like he's kind of seems like he's using her, but she's also like not really sure where she fits in his life. And yeah, you know, I don't know. I didn't really care for for her or her slew of characters. Like I didn't feel anything when Ellie was killing them all. Like, I don't... Like, even when they killed the pregnant lady, I was just like, okay. Like, <laughs> I'm glad you're dead. You, like, what are you doing out here anyway, you fucking idiot? That was an issue I did have. Why was she in the game when Who? you play as Abby the first time? That pregnant Who? chick. The pregnant chick. She's, like, you know, really far along, and then she's yeah, like, yeah, I, I, got well, clear, I barely got cleared today. Like, Well, she's, she's with the guy. With her, like, boy, her that well, dude. Not at the end. Not at the end. That that part, I understand why, because they're going to go leave and go to Santa Monica or whatever. I'm talking about, like, that little mission you go with, uh, no, with I, her. And... Yeah, I, I think it's because it was a functional thing. They're like, well, we have they have to spend some time together because we're trying to make it impactful when she gets killed. Right. And it, does, it just didn't work. It doesn't yeah. land. Because then, then you are distracted. Like, why is there this pregnant woman with us? Like, we're about to go. Do you think that the game adequately gets across that Ellie actually, do you think it's within her character to want to get revenge like this? Like, did it feel that way? Especially con- considering I, she felt so disconnected from Joel at the end. I mean, I, I yeah, but the reveal at the end and this, I thought was a stupid reveal because it undermines it. Cause you are asking like, well, why is Ellie? I mean, you understand that Ellie is conflicted, right? Like you yeah, get, of course, you get yeah. that she's conflicted, that she really does like care about Joel really does kind of love him but yeah. she can't forgive him for this because she doesn't know what that means for herself and like 
you know, and humanity writ large. So you do understand that, but at the end of the game, they just show you the scene where it's like, well, she said that she's going to try and that she wants to be Joel back in her life after a period of time or whatever it's been. And that's the day, the night before Joel leaves for the, right. to go on the patrol. And um, I was like, well, they could if they had just shown me that, then maybe I would have felt a little, yeah, like, a little, but a little bit more impact when he does get killed. But they're also trying to. They're it's trying shot, to make you, they're, they're trying to make you feel conflicted because you see Ellie conflicted throughout the entire game. They're trying to reinforce that conf, that that conflict because she's like, you know, I had a chance to make amends and I didn't. Don't now you it's th- late. Don't you think if they would have introduced Abby and kind of you play through her story first and then kill Joel, you would have felt a little bit more conflicted about Joel's death? Because I did not like her because she killed Joel. And and there's a I have a couple issues with that whole opening sequence with Joel, Tommy, and Abby. When Joel saves her, he immediately tells her his name. And when they walked into a basement with, you know, a bunch of random individuals and they've gone through so much and they should know better at this point, they just pretty much tell him, yeah, we got a, we got something down the hill, a couple hours down the hill, and um, I'm Tommy and this is Joel. And it's just kind of like yeah. felt... It comes off as a little contrived, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, why couldn't I, you have, like, kind of developed that scene a little better? Because well, I, I do think what they were trying to kind of do is, like, imply that Joel had kind of gotten soft and had kind of settled into his life. Like, so when you go to his house before you leave with Ellie, you see, like, all of his, his whittling. Yeah. The books that he's reading. He's just kind of become a, become a man of leisure. I don't buy it. I just, it didn't feel right. Well, that's the reason why, because at the end of The Last of Us, the, the first game, the Doctor is like is black, I think. Is he? Yeah, and they retcon that. And the reason Neil Druckmann gave, I believe, I think I read this, was that he wanted it so when Joel met her, he would have more of like a familial bond because she looked like Ellie, kind of. She looks nothing like Ellie. Yeah, that's. I thought it was she's like, because she's a white person. I was like, that's racist, Neil. <laughs> well, who cares? Well, it was kind of like, I kind of was like, that's fucking weird, Neil, but. I mean, whatever, it's his fucking, if he, if he wants to tell the story that way, whatever. Yeah, if he wants to be some kind of Nazi, I mean, that's his business. Uh, I don't really mind. But also, that's another issue that I'm kind of seeing. People are having, you know, criticism, some valid, some people are kind of just being nitpicky. But like the act, voice actors and Neil Druckmann included are being really, really defensive. Yeah, it's they seen, are. So it's like, listen, it's not a ten out of ten. Like so no, like, it's not. It's it's not. And I think most of that lands on the story, though. Like I think if we're gonna just talk about it as a video game mechanically, it is probably the best playing. Oh, it's extremely enjoyable. Yeah, one hundred. It's like not as good as Metal Gear Solid Five as like a stealth game because they actually large they do a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty damn good. It's pretty fun. It was actually I actually had a good time like stealthing. In yeah, this game. I usually it's so fucking moments. annoying. Yeah, I had some great moments. The dogs were fucking annoying though. Yes, they were. Oh my but god. I guess obviously that's on purpose. But yeah. there, the whole just the whole aspect, the, the game mechanic that of being prone, being able to crawl, just changed thing, so many different things you could do. Is is a lot of fun. You could actually aim from being prone. Yes, which I didn't. I did not. I didn't realize until about halfway through the game. Oh my god! Really? Yeah, I just never even tried. I just assumed you couldn't. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah, you got to do that, dude. Maybe you can craft while you're laying down. Shame. Yeah. People were kind of shitting on the gameplay a little bit because it wasn't innovative enough from the first one. But I didn't really like, what do you want? I thought it was just a way better version of the first one. Yeah, it was just it added it, some new mechanics and some new yeah. stuff to use that broadened out the gameplay. The next evolution. It was fun. I mean, like, if you go back and play the first Last of Us, and if they people, if because I had played the Last of Us remastered version like a couple months ago. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, the Last of Us Part Two blows that game out of the fucking water control wise. I mean, that for original game is pretty janky. So, relative. So, kind of back to the story. Sorry to jump o- all over the place. Uh, the. Do you think people kind of have a honeymoon fate or kind of a honeymoon thought about the first game story? Like, is it really that great? I said this when it first came out. If anybody wants to go look for the Natural Gamers, there's actually one of the last. Oh, not one of the last. One of the. I did an on camera review of The Last of Us. And what I thought was, I was like, if you're not, if you don't read a lot of books and you don't watch a lot of movies, this is amazing. Okay, but if you if you're familiar with this kind of dystopian or post-apocalyptic fiction, if you if you just are more well-read, like it's really not. It's like it's great for a video game. Okay. It's impressive for a video game. The fact that you can wring that kind of drama out of a video game is pretty impressive, which is cool because you know in the future, video games are ripe for that, right? Like because really, actually, literally investing into a character because you control them. Yeah, uh, that's like. True. It, in a Mass way, Mass Effect's a, a great, great example of that. Exactly, right? You feel like you're actually involved in the story, and you, in you, the player creates attachments to the characters. Uh, I don't, I don't know if Last of Us really gets there. It's like watching a good movie. Um, but, but the characters are so much more, uh, I guess, intriguing. Even like the, the kind of the side characters you come across in the first one, um, like the gay guy in that town. Yeah, yeah. Like just the the short amount of time you spend with him, I felt a better connection to him, or I was more invested in him and his story more than Dina or what is Tommy? Not Tommy. Uh, what's the Asian guy's name? Lee. Jesse. Jesse. Lee. Racist. This is name Wang. Uh, yeah, I kind of just didn't care about any of the side characters, and I didn't care about spending time with them because the dialogue was shitty. Well, because you don't like, because with that guy, I think his name is Bill, the guy from yeah. the first game, right? Yeah. He's he's like lives in that town. Yeah. Um, you get a whole section with him, and you get to right. learn all about him in in this short period of time. And the new one, people just come in and out, like they're yeah. not they're not part of the. You don't spend any type of like specific time with them. There's no set pieces what built you do, around. What you well, do. But there's no set pieces built around them where that informs their characters. Like Manny? What the fuck was the point of him being in that game? Other than just being... I don't know. Who's Manny? I don't even remember who the fuck is Manny. Remember when you go... You're chasing Tommy, the sniper, which was like a really cool sequence. That was pretty sweet. The chase. Yes. Yes. And then he just gets killed unceremoniously, which is fine. Oh, they yeah, do a lot. Yeah. They they do a lot of that in this game. They just kill people. Just there's no tension or anything being built for a long period of time, at least. Like I think it worked with Joel, because I think yeah, that but there is was the, tension. But the point of that is that it's shocking, and that yeah, but they, it's shocking good. 
I don't know why people were so surprised that was going to happen. I really, I don't understand well, that. As soon as you, as soon as you see that I'm in the situation there, and you know it's over. Especially if you knew well, any of the spoilers. Especially if you know the spoilers, yeah. Like, I think like, oh, I would have. I, th- I think I would have guessed it. Like this is happening now, but th- why not? Th- add some drama, man. Add something. Like, I just didn't feel a connection to these characters, and when these characters are killed, I don't fucking care. Like Abby should have fucked. If Abby would have killed Dina at the end, that would have been fucking sick. Well, she fucking kills Jesse. She kills. Oh, she. You find out yeah. she doesn't kill Tommy. Yeah, but I think she, she killed Tommy, but yeah, but she whatever. She gets shot in the head, right? And then and then and then there's no mourning of him. There's no uh, anybody talk about him later. There's nothing. Yeah, not, not yeah. even when Abby and Dean are in the house. There's no mention of oh they JJ. That's the baby's name. That's the only little bit of dialogue. The only thing you're going to talk about after this dude has got like shot in the head in front of you. There's well, nothing. I guess I mean you got to find an organic way to make that work. I guess maybe it... the baby. Yeah. I mean, the problem is because it does a flash forward, and so even though it's been a long time for them, for us, it's been thirty seconds. So it's like, yeah, but show me, give me something. Why are you guys happy? What are you doing washing dishes? Don't you care about Jesse? <laughs> well, not just something, man. It's a little side piece. Ellie is all comment. like, "I wish that I had Jesse's girl." She should have been playing that on the guitar. That whole sequence was just. Stupid. What? Walking Which, around doing chores and picking up shit. And... Oh, Actually, you know that's that's like that's the immersive video game. What are you talking about? There was a good moment that did create a good moment in the barn. I, that was when he she like has PTSD or whatever and yeah, anxiety. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't know. And do you think it fit Tommy's character arc with him being so hateful and vengeant and vengeful at the end of the game? Do you think that was a little? That was kind of weird. I thought it was I thought it was weird. I mean, maybe I don't know, but him going after them in the first place is weird cuz he even like speaks out against it. But I guess the point is he wants to do it so Ellie doesn't do it. Yeah. So in a way he's kind of he's trying to protect Ellie, but then to turn around and be like, "Ellie, go find these people." At yeah, the like end, super mad about it while she has a family and the fact that he wouldn't understand that and be happy for her is just weird. Well, the whole last part of the game, while actually honestly one of the better sections of the game in in yeah. general as like yeah. gameplay-wise and it was kind of exciting. Um doesn't really make sense. Like when Abby walks away, <laughs> when Abby walks away. Yeah. Go. <laughs> be done. That's so you've made the point. Ellie got it too. Ellie understood in that moment what had just happened. She understood the cycle and that she was going to lose a lot more if she didn't just fucking stop. She was going to yeah. lose Dina if she didn't yeah. stop. Well, she and, did. Well, she ends up oh. losing her by her own. I'm saying she, like Abby oh. was about to slit her throat. Oh, hell yeah. She should have done it. But Abby, that's why Abby is actually not a bad person. Right. Well, Abby, yeah, she's redeemed. Abby was, Abby was working off of complete instinct, just complete anger and vitriol. Like, I mean, think about this, dude. So she was part of the Fireflies. That was important to her. Her dad terrorists. was a doctor. Yeah. Terrorists. They weren't terrorists. They were terrorists. They were like eco-terrorists, I thought. Not eco-terrorists, but they were terrorists. Because they, they were blowing up all the checkpoints in the first Last of Us when you're in Boston and killing all the yeah. soldiers and civilians. They were, were they? like the IRA. Yeah. Okay. All right, maybe I might be a terrorist. Well, anyways, but she did. She was a little girl. How'd she know? And uh, 
So relative to her, though, that's her family. That's her father. Like, I get, I, 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 oh, at, least, yeah. I at least can understand the impetus of being like, not only did you kill my father, you fucked up, like, the saving humanity. Yeah. You killed all my friends. The Fireflies basically disband because of this. Yeah, that's their problem. And then she has to join the what the Washington Liberation Front, the WLF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tifa. No, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. If you read a lot of the in-game, oh yeah, it's very, stuff, it's very well. It's very parallel to what's going on right now because basically the autonomous the pa- zones, the powers that be, or uh, I guess for lack of a better term, the federal government kind of just gave up and they let them take over because they were being overrun and they and they gave up so it's kind of like i was like whoa like this is am i in the chop i mean the game takes place in seattle parts of it that's maybe that's just a glimpse into what could could have been if chop the whole game game is just the chaz (laughs) well that's kind of what it it is an odd parallel but i can see it i don't know if they were trying to make connections because obviously this no, I mean, forever I, ago. Because I think you can find parallels between any type of like groups like that or revolutionary types. It depends on your perspective. I think that's part of the game was kind of trying true, to show yeah. you whatever. It depends on the prism by which you are experiencing these things. Do you think Abby? Like, do you think the same uh, the same theme or the same suffering that Ellie experiences, Abby experiences? Or do you think the game unfairly criticizes Ellie and kind of puts Abby on a on a on a higher, I guess, pedestal of morality? I think they actually put Abby on the higher pedestal, but but I I think this is a failure of writing that they did not know what to do with Ellie. They did not know, other than her having the singular purpose to go kill Abby, she like doesn't learn anything until the very fucking end of the game. And that's like all that that's happening when you play Ellie. It's just pure revenge. There's nothing, no like interesting subplots going on. Oh, I guess no. Dina was pregnant and the well, relationship. But it, but. That was the most boring part of the game. Like when I was playing through that first ten hours, first yeah. twelve hours, whatever it is, I was just like, I was like, this is fun to play, but I'm kind of bored. Like it became a podcast game. I just like but, fucking hit it, the podcast on. But at least when you play as Ellie, and maybe this is. Uh, uh, kind of nitpicky or maybe a shitty criticism, but as Ellie, at least I know what I'm doing. I know what the goal is. I know what the A to B is. Okay, she wants to get revenge on the people who killed Joel. When you play as Abby, she kind of just goes where the story takes her, and well, I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah, it doesn't really reveal itself until the last little bit with Abby, where she find out that she's actually wants to get back in touch with like the surviving fireflies like you don't really know that until the very end right but uh, like that whole 10 hour segment up until when you fight ellie yeah, i think that's fair yeah it feels a little aimless and then they had that uh, that cult that they did yeah. nothing with yeah they foreshadow it for 10 12 hours and then do nothing with it well, what do you mean? There's a huge sequence at the end where there's a huge raid on the island, and I know, but there was like there was this all this stuff with the central figure. This this. Like, oh yeah, they don't really explain or expand on anything. I guess that they're like homophobic or something. That they're basically ultra Christian people. Like, why wasn't that like a whole deal? 
it's like over and done with pretty quick relative to like the larger narrative. Yeah, there could have been more of world building behind that and give you a better understanding of where they come from. A lot of that is left to reading shit in game off to the side. What if Ellie had to join them to get Abby? <laughs> well, how did you feel about um, Lev? Did you like? Did you think that was done tastefully, or do you think it was a little shoehorned in? The the guy, the Abby's Abby's dude. No, Lev, the 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 girl who wants to be a boy. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So. Oh, I thought actually, you know, I thought that was pretty tastefully done. And I, I mean, I I think I could say like as a person, like I'm like, ah, oh, you talk about this with kids, it weirds me out. Um, honestly, it really does. Yeah. I don't really care how people feel about that. I just I think you gotta really think about that like do you um, think that maybe uh, i don't know maybe this is small-minded i don't know whatever do you think the type of environment in the world they lived in would lead or be able to to allow a person to have those types of um, feelings uh yeah feelings or conflicts about identity or do you think that yeah i think i think weird? i think no ma- i think no matter what context you live in those things will happen because i think people are people okay um and I, I don't, you know, they don't get into it very much. So it's kind of a passing on thing. On purpose, on purpose. Which was I mean, it, it's just not that big. It's not, she's not a big enough, or he is not a big enough part of the story for them to focus on it for that long. But they, they give it a lot of time. They, and it's all the dialogue with them walking. How do you feel about, yeah, I would say Lev was probably the best side character that was done. Because at least... Yeah, that's what I mean about like why couldn't this have happened to Abby earlier? And like yeah. that's just a bigger part of her story. Like so you needed something to fill all this time. Yeah. Instead of giving me more rote zombie shit, give me how, how, how did you feel about when Lev kind of at the end of Abby's chapter section, do you feel like it made sense or just for the sake of plot that Lev just wanted her mother's or his mother's acceptance? Like, just well, to go off so aimlessly and put everybody's lives in jeopardy and you know they're going to follow you and you know that's big raids happening. And then just for the sake of your mother's acceptance of who you are as a person, you end up sacrificing your sister who, you know what I mean? Do you think it made sense? Well, I think, that's, I think that is just, you know, supposed to be a tragic moment. You have a young kid who wants their parents' acceptance. I mean, fuck, people feel like that when they're adults. I mean, and, yeah, uh, I, and I guess uh, like saying like, I don't, you know, I could, I understand what you mean in the sense that I think it is like slightly contrived in the way that it plays out, but the intention or the feelings behind it, I do, I don't, I think are just realistic. I, I, yeah. But I, I can, you know, the execution of it and how it plays into the game, it's like, well, I guess they had to, they wanted to have her, have this character have this arc. So they have to kind of shoehorn it in there, and then that gets them to the rave. That gets them to where they need to be for an yeah. action set piece, and they which is a cool a plot which device. Is, which is a cool part of the game, honestly. I mean, yeah, it was cool. It was especially like yeah, that was an, that was probably the best part of Abby is the sneaking around the camp before everything, all the shit goes down. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't know. <clears throat> it's it was an enjoyable game. For what it was, um, I you know, I think Naughty Dog deserved the benefit of the doubt. Um, it je- definitely wasn't as bad as everybody said it was. Going well, because everybody said that before they played the fucking game. That was yeah. the most annoying thing to me. 
Yeah, it's but like, it goes it goes both ways. All the rev- the the ten out of tens, nine out of tens. Like, come on, you guys, it is not a nine out of ten. If if anything, it's barely an eight, and that's like if you're being super generous. Yeah, well, because I I it deals with themes and serious issues that most video games don't, right? And it's dark, and it was depressing, and it was a trudge to get through sometimes, and so that just kind of elevates it in people's mind because they're like, that's important. It means that's important. And I don't know if I totally agree with that. I just think it was messy. I will give them credit for this. They fucking took some big-ass swings. Like, uh, killing Joel the way they did is a big swing. Yeah, that's a we, gotta swing. T- we gotta talk about that. That that's, that's But that's a creative choice that is like basically like, we are fucking gonna do something here. We're gonna try something. Having the game switch over to Abby halfway through is a huge risk. Huge yeah. creative choice. Yes. Which is... I don't know. I don't think they should have killed Joel like that. I think they should have introduced us to Abby a little bit more. Or maybe, you know, just give us something so it's not these no-named people who killed Joel and then you have to play as her. Yeah, but don't you think that the point is to have her do this horrific thing and then then force you to see her humanity through her section of the game? But To show you that, like, everybody... Is this person? I guess, I guess, but I didn't feel that. I felt I mean, disdain Joel, for her. Joel is that person. Joel is like Abby. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I understand that, but Joel's I, I a, Joel is a better character, better written character. Rather. Yeah, they. I, I kind of think they did Joel a little dirty. I think he went down like a bitch. Well, what is he going to do? He's getting fucking hit in the head with a goddamn gun. I don't think Joel would put himself in that situation. That's just how I personally feel. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. And I don't think they would just immediately tell him who the fuck they are and then tell him that there's a... I mean, that kind of bothers me. What if the whole, like, first, like, six hours of the game was just you as uh, you switch between Ellie and Joel and Abby and you're at the encampment? Abby has to infiltrate the encampment. Well, I think it would have been, I guess, ah, yeah, that would have been. Then she seduces Ellie. <laughs> yeah. And then she kills Joel in his sleep. I I just don't think the shock value of the, the death of Joel was enough. It, it wasn't satisfying to me. But do you it think was... that's, do you think that's because you knew that beforehand? I, yeah, but I might have known it beforehand, but I didn't know it was going to happen then. Well, I saw it coming a mile away. As soon as Abby was like, well, we're looking for this guy, I was like, oh, this is the person that kills Joel. Well, yeah, I knew that, but I didn't think it was going to happen within the first act. What was it, the first three hours of the game, probably? Like, I, I'm not asking you to fucking give give me everything I want, but I, even the, that last scene that you were talking about, I don't feel satisfied with that either. That's not satisfying. Which like, last scene? When uh, that uh, Ellie's like, I can try to forgive you. Or I can begin to forgive you, or whatever. Well, it makes it made sense. Like that's an appropriate thing. It's like uh, it's like you know, if somebody told you that they by saving you they damned humanity, or that's the way it feels. Like I don't know how a person would react. How the fuck do you react to that? I don't know. Yep, that's the last thing Joel says in the game. Yep, yep, sure as hell. Yep. Uh, listen, God of War is a better game than that, 100%. <laughs> God of War is about fucking throwing axes around and fucking bitches. <laughs> I love God of War. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know. It's okay. So let's talk about the the end and the end end of the game. Okay. Okay. Yes. I was like, you know, when when Ellie cuts down Abby from the cross thing, her and Lev. Yeah. I was like, don't do it, bitch. Don't fucking make her do this. She's been through enough. She's I know. Even, she doesn't even have her muscles anymore. She's got nothing. I know. I know. She's been hanging up on a fucking tree, and Ellie's like, let's fight. Like, and then she still barely fucking she loses. I know. She hasn't eaten or drank water probably in days, and it's just. <laughs> You're going to make her fight like, you? Well, didn't that felt it, like that didn't. Why did it. Why not that be the moment where Ellie realizes, like, this is not. Yeah, and, then, and then helped Abby escape. Yeah. And, and then, then, yeah, add a little just, bit more drama. They have to fight together or do yeah, something. And have some sort of psychological thing where she just, like, watches Abby fucking on the boat going into the fog. Like, she does, but not just have this dumb fight. Yeah. I, I thought the fight was really dumb. I thought it undercut. Because the problem with that, the fight was, it already happened. Yeah. It happened in the fucking movie theater. But you weren't Ellie, Sean. Yeah, but you weren't Ellie. You got to get your Ellie's. Let's be honest. When you were fighting Ellie, did you let Ellie kill you? No. Oh, I did. Did the game just just end? Yeah, you have to keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. Like a screen, Neil Druckmann walks on screen like, I know how you feel, sir. (laughs) But you got to win. But, yeah, the, the ending... Honestly, the whole revenge thing, I just was not a fan of. It's it's so vanilla. It's so fucking predictable. Nothing interesting happens. Well, it is predictable. You know what? You know that they're gonna come to some sort of like, oh, like doing this. We need to stop because the cycle of violence, like we, the cycle of trauma that we are putting ourselves through, is just we need to stop. And and the Tommy thing just pissed me off. Yeah, that was weird. It was weird. I don't like. I don't know why you couldn't have had it just be somebody else. Why couldn't have been? Why couldn't have been like a more emotional scene between the two of them? Like Tommy, like I guess you can still have him have the motivation to want to go get these motherfuckers, but like have him still a little bit more conflict of everything that's gone on and how many people have suffered. <laughs> Instead like, of being like, "Shut up, Dina, you bitch!" Yeah, I'll come around when I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I like how Ellie's just like a man. She's like. Dina, go wait in the other room. You've got to talk. <laughs> That's not how it happens, but it feels like that. Yeah, and I feel like the game shits on Ellie. It doesn't. It doesn't do her any justice. Yeah, because I don't it, know. I, they just like they didn't know what to do with her. They didn't know what to do with her. I mean, I kind of like. I thought the melancholy ending was appropriate in some respects because you got to think about it from the, this concept of like this child who's lived in this world. That's been completely traumatized. Been complete. Her father figure has been now been murdered. She found the empty pursuit of violence and revenge. She can't even play guitar. She got two stubs. She can't even fucking make chords anymore. That was probably the saddest part of the game, honestly, because that's when, <laughs> not because you know, but like just because her connection to Joel is now even more severed. There's yep. even more of a dissonance. There's even more of this like ache. She can't even touch this thing anymore. Yeah, that's 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 kind of it was kind of a powerful moment. Leaving behind the guitar is a powerful moment of growth for her as a person, like saying, like, well, now I'm going to have to go become my own person, which I assume and I believe they are planning on doing a part three. Oh, they have to be. But just after everything Ellie went through and they get you get to that. I don't know. That dream almost seemed like a 
Like it wasn't real when she's with Dina and the baby. I thought that's and, what it was going to be. I thought she, it was going to be a fantasy sequence. And she and 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 she gets to that point, goes through all this suffering. She's lost Joel and her friends and all this, and then just to pick it up and do it all over again, just because of what? Just because she's Abby's still not dead. Then kind kind of like what you said, it was resolved. It was resolved in that theater. Yeah, it felt it was. resolved. It did. It felt resolved. It really did. And I get it's like this weird thing where it's like, no, Ellie's gonna get the last word. Ellie's gonna make the choice. It's like the choice was made for Ellie. Like actually, Ellie did make a choice. She did make a choice because the when you're confronted with like uh, somebody you love about to be fucking murked, uh, you made she made a choice. She made the choice. Yeah. And uh, like I guess you can make the argument, well, it's coercive. It's like a coercive version of making that choice, but. At the same time, you just we literally that we just play for another two hours to learn the same lesson again. Like it's, yeah, that it was weird. It was odd. Yeah. It felt what, felt odd. Felt like a, a a prologue. Like it wasn't the end of the game. It was like a prologue. It was kind of. I guess that's kind of what they, they want to do now because they did the same thing in Uncharted Four, where they have like this little end scene where you're Nathan yeah. and you have your daughter, and it's like, fuck off, just end the game. <laughs> well at least in uncharted it felt a little bit more appropriate because you're like the adventure continues like the spirit of adventure lives on right to, there, the next generation. there was some finality in that and this yeah. is still open and and it feels like it almost feels like ellie didn't learn her lesson but we'll see i don't know we'll see in part three well that is the that's the thing like uh this does not do a good job of exploring her character she becomes very one note no, because you're with Abby for ten hours. I know, and I guess you could apply the same thing to Abby. You're like, I don't get to know you enough, or um, care, or care. I don't care. I didn't care. I didn't like Abby. I didn't like her. I mean, maybe it's just like the tedious nature of the gameplay after a certain point, because it is kind of redundant. Like, I well, by the, the time I was the game was over, I was like, I'm I'm ready to be done. The zombie shit was. That's for me. That was the most redundant. Those sequences. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, I got through that sec. Now I don't have to fight zombies for like fucking twenty <laughs> minutes or whatever it is. I, I enjoyed fighting humans. That's like the, was the most enjoyable aspect of it. Yeah, for but sure. The AI is pretty relatively smart. Yeah, because it gaslights you. They'll like uh, come from you from get, all directions. Get your get your flank and have while guys are distracting you up above. And... How did you feel about them calling the names of their comrades when they get killed, Marissa or whatever the fuck they say? <laughs> I didn't it, even it, notice. Dude, the 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 brutality of that game was awesome, and I yeah. do like how they use Abby's physicality. It's yeah, when she like fucking style. snaps snaps somebody's neck. Yeah, it's yeah. it's satisfying in a fucked up way. Yeah, but it's like the Terminator. I just don't think you know it was that great of a game as overall. What do you give fair. it? Out of, what do you give it out of ten? I give it like a six. I would say a six point five. If I was definitely, generous, it's maybe definitely a not a fucking one or a two. Like no. people are being genuinely. No. Oh, dude, what people review bombed it fucking and two hours after it came out. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's not it that. See, th- I think things like that are so unhealthy and so unhelpful for art criticism or culture in general. It's just like all of this. These outrage mongers that like. Just make video after video or post after post like about 
shit that they don't even know the context of. Like, it's just so fucking mind-numbing. Well, f- I don't understand <clears throat> defending it at all. The Well, it goes on both ways, though, because that, that, they got fucking review-bombed posit- positively by all the critics. So Yeah, I know that. I understand And, that. and then supposedly but, no, people but, but the, who gave it negative reviews were contacted. Well, I did hear something about that, yes. So it was just like, well, that's weird. At least one of them was. What is was it Kotaku? Like, did you even play the game? Like, we've improved, but it was about controls, though. It wasn't about the story. Okay, well then, about mechanics of the game. But regardless, who cares? No, I know they should just like shut not, the fuck up. It's the not most successful that. fucking PlayStation Four game ever. ever. Actually, so, so yeah. it's come on. Yes, because most people don't pay attention to all the shit that goes on. YouTube, whatever, like they don't, people aren't, the, the average person is not paying attention to the All they see is like, oh, The Last of Us Part Two, fucking rad, buying it. Uh, and the, I was like really looking forward to playing multiplayer. I was not aware that there wasn't any multiplayer. Are uh, they gonna, aren't they doing it later though? I think they're gonna, yeah. well, nothing recently said that, but it's something, there was an article because I looked it up and it was from a couple, like a month or two before the release of the game. I, you know, the first Last of Us multiplayer was awesome. Because mm-hmm. it's the same game playing combat just with other humans, other people. Mm-hmm. So it gets really, you got to get really crafty. It's fucking awesome. There's some great moments. It gets really intense, yeah. It but, does. Yeah, I hope they do actually add that in at some point. I do think they are. I'm not 100% sure. I'm just sick of, uh... I'm just, I just want a really solid game. Hopefully Ghost of Tsushima, or whatever it's called, is solid. I'm yeah, kind, it comes of, out, like, kind of concerned, week. but we'll see. I think it's going to be... I don't know if it'll be your cup of tea. It seems like it's going to be a little like Bloodborne, Bushido Blade type deal. I don't know, but it looks... But it, not, it doesn't look too, too in, intense. It looks sick, though. Let's hope so. I I get, see, i got to roll the dice. See, I'm having uh, hard drive problems. Um what right after space wise right, no like dying oh shit so i bought the last of us part two i played it for about four hours had to completely reformat my ps4 did you lose everything lost everything and uh and then to make sure so i kept i just now i, I leave it in rest mode and so far it's worked it hasn't like shit That's out of dangerous me. i'll leave it in rest mode and well that's the first generation Right. Yeah, I still have the first generation. I was like figures, dude. Like six months before PS5 comes out, and this thing's gonna die. There's probably it. there's probably something in the software that they activated <laughs> an update. Fucking- <laughs> yeah, to terminate them, dude. Dude, well, like I, uh, I was, uh, I've had two chances to buy a Switch Lite. I almost, I almost pulled the trigger twice. So are those back on the market, or Nintendo Switch OGs back up? up, or no? I, I saw a Switch Lite in a Walmart. I, I've seen I, the lights. It was in front of me, and then I saw uh, online the other day the Augusta Target had one, and I almost light I, or a I no no a light. I only want a light for myself. Sarah already has a switch, um, and I even got in the car and everything. I started driving, and I was like, "Nah, this is stupid. I'll play this for fucking two weeks." Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I was really into it, but I haven't found a game that I'm like. I'm like, I mean, Breath of the Wild's 
Whatever. It's really not that great, in my opinion. It's fucking stupid. Oh, you did just get into it. You like dude, it, dude? I played it for like ten hours. I just don't care. I don't. Oh no! Care. Oh, dude, you haven't even. You gotta play. You gotta keep going. I played I, through that game. I I just don't I, care. I don't. And I know I'm in the minority, and I accept that. But I just no, don't. I, it's care. it's a it's a wildly overrated game. But once you get into like the actual like doing the uh, the challenge dungeons or the challenge rooms or whatever the fuck they're called, once you start shrines. doing the shrines, yeah. Once you start doing that stuff and you start accumulating like your good armors and stuff, like it, it gets really fun. It, it's, but it's. I do think it is overrated though, for sure. I really want to play Fire Emblem, three houses or two houses. That looks fucking yeah. awesome. And that's there's cool. also this other one. Maybe that's the Fire Emblem game. Um, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it because I'm not exactly sure what it is. But it's almost like a. A tactical. What are what are the like? What's Command and Conquer called? RTOS, RTS, RTS. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but you control yeah, different characters. That's, that's, that's Fire Emblem. Right, but art and there's like some sick animation. It's you still have a central character, like not a central character, but characters you control and they yeah, have, you, you have squads your, with them. Yeah, you have your leader characters, and in Fire Emblem they can die. Yeah, it changes the yeah, story. That's yeah. when I. That's when I, I think that's what I'm gonna buy. Yeah, there's that. There's a Octopath Traveler. I know that's more OG JRPG, right? Yeah, that's like a Final Fantasy or like a Dragon Quest, whatever. Um, and then there's a new one that came, or not a new one, but they, it's new to Switch, which is Xenoblade Chronicles Remastered. I don't want to play that piece of garbage. Oh, dude, that game is fucking great. I played is it on it? the Wii. I played it, it on the okay. Wii. It's a great game. I've heard criticism about the second one. The second one, I I did not like the second one. I couldn't make it. I couldn't get into it. But the well, it's just like a spiritual sequel. It's not even a direct sequel. But so the first one's worth it. Xenoblade Chronicles is just a. It's got a decent story for a JRPG, interesting premise, and it's just a fun, fun game. Just a yeah. fun grindy JRPG. I had a. I had a loved it. Because okay. I seriously, when I when I was gonna get the Switch, that's what I was gonna get. I was like, I'm gonna get this. The Switch Lite, the Xenoblade. Yeah, I was gonna get Xenoblade Chronicles, and then you. I'm borrowing Dragon Quest and the other one from you. So as soon as Sarah's got a lull time with the Switch, I'm gonna jump on those. I started. <laughs> I started a uh, Zelda. I started the Zelda. Oh, I fucking love that game. Yeah, it's really fun. That's one of the best games I've ever played. I'm talking about Zelda: Link's Awakening, guys. It's. Well, you just gotta I, play the other Zelda. I game. enjoyed it so much. I I just couldn't believe it. I'd much rather play that than Breath of the Wild. Why don't they make a new one of those instead of just fucking remaking old ones? It's so fucking annoying. Well, if you want a game like that, you could go play the Super Nintendo one. Yeah, but I don't want. I want to fucking play a new one. I want to update <laughs> graphics too. <laughs> a link to the Past. A link to the Past is very good. It's on there. Yeah, I played it for like a minute. I was like, ah, this is fucking stupid. Oh, you're crazy. That's it, it's literally the same thing. Literally. It literally is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's like in the same gameplay style, except, yeah, it's not as, nearly as pretty. Link's Awakening looks great. Link's Awakening does look good. It's got yeah. some frame rate issues, but other than that. Really? Yeah, every once in a while it gets a little weird slowdown hiccups, and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Good job, Nintendo. Good, good job with your optimization. You know who doesn't do that? Neil Druckmann wouldn't let that happen. No, he wouldn't. He would. Why Last of Us Two is a masterpiece. He's like, this is not the Naughty Dog one. <clears throat> I'm excited for whatever they do next. Even yeah, if it's Last of Us Three. I'm gonna buy it. Like, uh, I'm gonna, yeah, 
yeah. want to play it. Yeah. Like not Naughty Dog, for all their faults, they make they execute as far as the the gameplay, the mechanics, and the graphics, fucking beautiful games. Oh yeah, I there's plenty of times I do would just stand there and like swivel the camera and be like, fuck, this looks yeah. so good. This looks fucking. I was like, look at this. Look what people are fucking bitching about. I know. <laughs> It's like fully realized world with recognizable landmarks and overgrown. Like, it's crazy. It's Would awesome. you recommend someone to play this game? If they had played the first one, they liked it, yes. I would say even if you didn't play the first one. I think the gameplay is solid on its own. It'd probably be honestly. better if you didn't play the first one. You probably wouldn't hate this one as much. I see, but that's the thing. I think it's just messy. I don't think... I, I understand what it's trying to do. I don't think it totally succeeds in that. And I think it is kind of just a little messy. It's all over the place, and I wish it was. I wish the narrative was stronger. And the reason why it's not super strong is because they took some chances that just didn't always pan out. But it's they took chances and they didn't fully commit on those those chances. It felt like they didn't yeah, for, like, for some they of them, didn't yeah. go all in. I mean, it's a fucking long game. It felt long. Uh, yeah, but there was there's so many I don't know, so many things you could have taken out. I don't know. No, there are things you could have taken out. I think you could have. You could have shortened both of those sections of the game and probably had a better game. If that game was like 18 hours, I think it maybe overstays its welcome a little bit. Well, yeah. It feels like it's going to end a couple different times. Like, I, I was really ready to be fucking... Part dead. of that's me playing the game for hours and hours straight. I think yeah. that's part of it. I would probably enjoy it more if I didn't do that. But. Sure. Well, I, I mean, I, I played it over like a two-week period. I played it in two days. Beat that oh, bitch. Shit. Holy days. shit! Damn son, damn son. I even went back and watched some of the the like the story version. You know, they the eleven hour cut. cut. Yeah, it's like eleven hour ones and eight hour one. I go with the eight hour one. The eleven hour one's got a lot of walking, a lot of walking <laughs> oh, talk, dialogue stuff. Yeah, all the dialogue stuff. Right. Which is like if there's eleven hours of that in the game. So there's eleven hours of a twenty five hour game where you're not actually doing anything. Except pushing forward. <laughs> it seems like, I guess, it didn't seem like that. No, it doesn't, because it's, you know, it's... But half the time, you're actually just pushing forward. Interesting. Mm. It's like uh, playing a goddamn Metal Gear Solid game. You know, you gotta play a nine-hour game and six hours of cinematics. Oh, Metal Gear Solid 4 blows that game out of the water, dude. <laughs> that's, that's one, one of my of the all-time most, favorite games. One of the most indulgent, over-the-top games ever made. Now, yeah, I mean, as a Metal Gear Solid fan, I love that game. I wasn't uh, really a fan. I know, I it's just weird. That game. It's just I so love weird. that game. The gameplay is phenomenal. Oh, the gameplay is so f- much fun. But you didn't... How, then how did you bounce off of Metal Gear Solid Five? I like the gameplay, but the, the they spent so much more time with the story in 4. They were so much more invested yeah. in it. Well, because four is the fan if, service ending to the series. If five, five, if five would have maintained the tone that it began with, then yes. I probably would have played it all the way through. I agree. I mean, I played it. I played. I I've played that game probably over a hundred hours. Yeah, and they fucking and and there was issues with Kojima and Konami, and it's definitely apparent. Yeah, I know, but dude, but the the moment to moment gameplay is so good. It's it's amazing. I, there's it's nothing great. like nothing like going and putting balloons on dudes and fucking watching them go up <laughs> in the air. Man. Yeah, so cool. All right, well, do you have any final thoughts? Any parting thoughts about? Um, yeah. No, it was a solid game. 
No, let me take that back. It wasn't solid. It was like semi-solid. Not, not, not great. But... We still talking about Metal Gear Solid? Um, well, that's probably why that word's in my head, honestly. Dun 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 dun. Ellie. Yeah, I'd give it about a. I'd give it a six point five. Wow, that's generous. Six point five or seven, depending on my mood. Um, I'd say six. I think the gameplay is way above average, and uh, oh yeah, I it is disappointing that the story does not feel coherent or cohesive enough to really feel impactful. I think it yeah. makes its, its point way too early. I think it's too obvious, but I do appreciate the creative risk they took. And it's it sucks that it didn't always pay off, but I do like that there is a creative person that's like, we're going to try something that not everybody's going to like, and they're just, yeah. we're just going to try it. Well, they I, accept uh, that, yeah, but they, yeah. they're fucking smug about it. After the fact they happened, I, dude, I mean, I can understand after the leaks well, and the yeah. way people were talking about it, just so fucking, re- like, s- s- really dumb. Yeah. Like, really dumb, big galaxy brain takes. I mean, if, if any company or developer should be given the benefit of the doubt, it's Naughty Dog. Well, that's the thing. It's just like when you hear these out-of-context spoilers and then people just made their minds up. But, you know, but that's the reality. It's not a lot of people. It's like a fucking minority of people that are... It's a loud minority. It's, and uh, the internet culture. There's a bunch of meme, meme lords out there. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, Jeremy from The Quartering, you're a fucking cancer. That guy from <laughs> Geeks and Gamers, you're a fucking cancer. Oh, shit. You're calling a, him out. You're a fucking cancer on the commentary community. Where, whatever that is, you're all cancerous, but they might be the biggest, most like the most leechy, shallow. Like you know, people accuse Tim Pool of just like reading an article and giving a little. I mean, holy shit! How dare you? Tim Pool fucking gives his personal and unique opinions. No, on but I'm article. saying like people accuse Tim Pool of that, but if you ever watch like Geeks and Gamers or the Quartering, like holy fuck, those guys literally have nothing to say. Well, the Quartering, it's it's listen, I, I'm not as uh, These guys, level. you need to be. This is for the fans. You they're all they're obsessed with being consumers and like cater to me, the consumer. Yeah. And you're like, go fuck yourself. Why would this you want so, that? This is so anti art. This is so anti creation. Like, go fuck yourself. Well, yeah, you're just gonna encourage people to be very predictable and pandering. Make- they want literally. They want the same thing that like Anita Sarkeesian wants. They want to be pandered to. Yeah. It's the same fucking people. Yep. Anyways, yeah. I'll get off my soapbox. Anyway, so uh, yeah, thanks for joining us for this first ever edition of Zoobox Gaming. I'm sure within like a year we'll have another one. I don't know what I don't know what game we're all gonna play next. I guess you guys might play Ghost of Tsushima. So if you yeah, guys, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play it. If Dan buys it, I'll try to download it. Well, just tell him to buy it. He won't. He won't. He's gonna be hanging out on door stoops with his balls hanging out. Like, where's the team? <laughs> Did you see that picture I sent I to did. the podcast? I, did. I saw the picture. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good night. I think Ryan's going to pee. I do. Holy shit, dude. Correct the mundo. All right. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>